guys, welcome to the Wisdom Seekers Podcast. I'm Zahid. Everybody calls me Z. And I'm Kim. And together we are known as Kim and Z. And you've probably never heard of us, but that's okay because we're famous in our own mind. So what I want to just go through real fast, you guys, is just tell you a little bit about what who this podcast is for. This podcast is for people who want to be crazy, and I'm talking crazy, freakishly successful in life, make a ton of money, but more importantly, making a ton of money, be fulfilled, and not lose your family in the process. What do you think of that, babe? I love it. And um, that is exactly what we have strived to be doing for the last um, 21 years in our marriage and uh, also in our life. And I forgot to also mention that we've been married for, at the time of this recording, 21 years. Uh, we have been married since 1999. That's probably more more accurate because I'm not sure when you're going to actually hear this. Um, and so what you're going to be listening to, guys, is the wisdom gained by a married couple that's over two decades and that has been crazy successful. And when I say crazy successful, I'm talking about um, in our businesses over the course of time, we've done over a billion with a B of sales. Now, Let's talk a little bit about uh, what do you want. What else do you want to talk about, real fast? So, um, why don't we start where where we come from? You know, who are we? Because if you guys are going to be listening to us for uh, whatever reason, you probably are wondering who exactly um, are we and why should you listen to us? Um, and the uh, opportunity is totally yours and yours alone. But um, tell you a little bit about myself and my history. Why can't I go first? Well, you can if you want. That's okay. You can go first. <laughs> um, so essentially, my my history is really nothing normal. You know, or abnormal. I came from a very stable, uh, loving... Hang on, if it's not abnormal, that means it's normal. <laughs> totally normal. 100% okay, normal. Got you. So uh, I came from a great family background. Um, you know, parents loved me, had, you know, siblings. And, um, you know, that kind of all changed for me when I was 12 years old and I saw um, my father actually passed away. And at that time, it really rocked my world because I watched my mom um, having to go from um, being kind of dependent on my father to having to kind of take up everything and raise uh, my brother and I who were who were still living at home at the time. And that kind of flipped a switch in my mind because here I saw a woman who was dependent upon a man have to um, not be so dependent upon a man and, you know, take care of those things. And this was actually the second time that had happened to her in her life. Um, and so being here for the second time, it really opened my eyes to who I wanted to be as a woman. And that was somebody who would be able to take care of themselves no matter what happened. Um, there's all crazy, you know, as we have attested to this last year of 2020, there's all sorts of crazy things that can happen in this world that you do not know of or, you know, that you cannot prepare for. And so what we, what I wanted to do uh, quite simply was to make sure that I was prepared for that. And so uh, really my journey through life, um, as a, you know, uh, as a mom, as a wife and, um, as a successful athlete was, uh, through all this was actually to, you know, become that person and make sure that I had safety nets in place to catch me if anything would, were to fall. And that's part of the reason why, um, I became an entrepreneur and why I, uh, why we are so, so, um, excited about seeking wisdom all the time. Yeah, and that's, that's Kim brought up so many good themes because you know if you're listening to this, you may be a single gal, or you might be a single single man as well. But you know, we have two daughters, and I have a burning desire to make sure that both of my daughters are not dependent on anybody. And as Kim grew, she became very very resilient, which made her a perfect a perfect entrepreneur. And as that before I phase into my story, guys, I want to just help you understand a really basic concept that I've learned over time. And that is um, winning leaves a track record. Okay. Anytime you are looking to, to build a business 
or to partner up with somebody, you got to look around the corner, around them to see what kind of life they've lived before. Success leaves clues. Kim had a really high potential becoming a successful entrepreneur simply because her life had been so brutally hard when she was younger and she saw some of these things. My life is a lot more abnormal than hers. Um, that I explains am, a lot. It does explain a lot. I'm an immigrant, came here when I was nine years old. And, uh, and again, we're, you know, these are just, you're going to hear more about our life story throughout the episodes and through our journey together. And it'll be popping in here or, or a story there, or whatever. So this is just kind of a superficial, uh, superficial view. But, uh, I'm an immigrant, came here when I was nine. I've got three siblings, um, a mom and a dad. My mom passed away a number of years ago. My dad is, uh, is, uh, still alive and with us. And, um, I was raised to be either a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer because I'm Pakistani by, identity, I suppose, or, or genetics or whatever you want to call it. And that's, you know, what the Pakis and the little Indian kids are raised up to be. Either you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And if you're not a doctor or a lawyer or an engineer, you're looked down from your nose. By the way, um, in this whole podcast series, one thing you'll learn about Kim and I is I'm going to try to avoid cussing, but if I do, please excuse me. And number two is we're going to be shooting you straight. And it's not kind of a no holds barred deal. We're not, we don't mean offense to anybody, but you know, we're going to be speaking some, some truth here. Um, so I was raised to be a doctor, lawyer, an Indian chief. And of course that everything went haywire when I decided to be a dolphin trainer, uh, a dolphin as in marine mammals, Tersiops truncatus, and, uh, ended up working, uh, with a facility in Mississippi after college and got recruited by SeaWorld of Florida. And I went to SeaWorld because that was the, and that's where Kim and I actually met. And from SeaWorld and the animal training department, I transitioned to the information technology department for a very simple reason. As I was aging, I would start having these questions of how do I make more money? And I know every single person, and let me just do this, right? Wherever you're at, you know, hopefully you're in a safe environment, like you're not driving. But if you have ever wondered and had the question, I need to make more money. How do I make more money? Raise your hand. Right, so I just raised my hand. Kim's over here daydreaming because you know for a fact she was raising her hand. Well, and no one can see me, so I I theoretically raised my hand in my but mind. The podcast <laughs> class said you pretend like you're talking to humans. Okay, sorry. Um, and bad. so my question to myself was, how do I make more money? And at the time, it, in that season of SeaWorld, you know they had killer whale babies being born, and there was an unlimited amount of overtime. And so if you're making, let's say, you know. 20 bucks an hour for time and a half overtime for 30 bucks an hour. You could be sitting there and, and, you know, checking the vitals on the baby. Now here's the thing. We maxed it out. I maxed it out. And I got into a really quick scenario of working all the time. I do an eight hour shift then do an eight hour overtime shift. And then there was another overtime shift open up. So I would do that. Um, and that's, you know, poof, all of a sudden I've been up for 24 hours. So as you can imagine, my health sort of deteriorated, but I was making more money. And so I started asking the question, how do people make more money? How do the people on the other side of the tracks live? And so I thought maybe I was in the wrong field. So I transitioned from SeaWorld to SeaWorld and SeaWorld Animal Training to SeaWorld Information Technology. And that's where I became a network engineer. And I learned so much stuff. And from there, I went on to uh, the in the information technology field, but outside of SeaWorld. I took an 80% increase in pay to do that. And then I took another, I think, 100% increase to go to another company. And then, boom, I got laid off. When I got laid off, guys, I had to do a little bit of a deep dive. And you'll hear more about that story as time goes on. But um, I ended up starting a business. And then that business uh, was a services-based business. And then that led to another business, which was a product-based business in two different industries. And then 18 years later, we looked up and we'd amassed over a billion with a B dollars of sales 
and uh, and we had we were completely different humans. And in between, guys, there's a ton of stuff that happened. And what the ton of stuff that happened, that's really what we're going to be sharing a lot of with you. And I know we're doing a lot of the talking, but I want to I want to share with you um, two quotes that I have. Uh, read on my journey, uh, found on my journey. The first one is by a gentleman who's no longer with us. His name is Charlie Tremendous Jones. And uh, his quote was, and I'm probably going to butcher them both, but you can just Google a, the, Google the guy and Google the quote, and then you'll get the accurate quote, right? So there's a real value there for you. But Charlie Tremendous Jones said that we will be the same people five years from now, except for the people that we meet and the books that we read. And the only thing I would add to that is, and the podcast we listen to. The second quote is by a gentleman, uh, an author, his name is Andy Andrews. And, and Andy Andrews talked about becoming, seek wisdom. That was one of his, um, uh, in the Traveler's Gift, I think it was, right? Yeah, Traveler's Gift. In the Traveler's Gift, that's the name of the book. And one of the, one of the, uh, the gifts, is that a gift? Would that be? Or mm-hmm. The scrolls. Yes. One of the seven, I don't know what that was called, but in the book, it's the scrolls. One of them was to seek wisdom. And the point he made was wisdom is not going to find you. Wisdom is elusive. Um, it's, it's around all around you, but you have to pull out your pickaxe. You've got to put on your, your muck boots. You've got to put on your gloves and you got to move dirt to go find the wisdom, but it's yeah. there. Yeah. And that's so right. Because here's the deal, guys, you may be thinking that you can seek wisdom by doing a Google search, right? And that's wisdom. And I'm, I'm that's not, just knowledge. yeah, that's just knowledge. That's just information, but we're talking about wisdom here. And the only way that you can do that is by, you know, really uh, like Charlie Tremendous Jones said, you know, the people that you meet. I mean, I'm a huge believer in that. And that's really what that podcast, this podcast is all about, is to introduce you to some of those people that have um, put wisdom into our minds, into our lives, you know, and uh, that we have taken to heart over these last few years. And it's so funny because Kim is traditionally um, an, a preparer, right? I can fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> that's my secret power, my magic, my superpower. Kim is over here stressing out because we're <laughs> she's got to take one of our kids to swim practice. She's like, oh, it's not going to happen. I'm like, yeah, it is going to happen. But what she just said is is gold and is the nugget and it is the whole, it's the alpha and the omega of this podcast. Our whole intention here is to introduce you to the people that we have gained wisdom from. The books are there and we'll share the books with you as we go through the journey. But the people, boy, I tell you what, they're the magic. They are the magic behind the whole thing. Let me just share with you a few of the people that you are going to meet. And what yes. we'll do is we'll go to, you know, Kim and I are two different, entirely different human beings. And a lot of these people are, are in both of our lives. So we take two different, um, understanding uh, pieces of wisdom from these people, right? So you are going to hear from the number one bike dealer in the world. Yes. And he is one of my favorite people in the world. He has influenced us in so many different ways. Um, but we have known him from when he was a scrapper all the way to, he's uh, still a scrapper. yeah, he's still a scrapper, but all the way to, uh, now that he's a, a huge success and, um, the guy is golden. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And he's got a, one of the most infectious, laughs yes. you'll ever hear. You're going to hear from a gentleman who, this is a completely incredible, incredible story. Um, I heard um, uh, his story on another podcast, and I've known this guy for years and years and years, but uh, he's a former army ranger. And um, uh, it. I, I just need you to know that when you hear him, when you hear his story and what he went through, the amount of wisdom you are going to gain in capacity for hardship. This guy was raised in a, uh, a house with dirt floors. Um, and so that's, a, that's going to be another story. 
Another great story you're going to be hearing is from, um, I can't read my own writing here. Uh, you're not supposed to say oh, names. Um, you guys are also going to hear from a drummer. And this is not just any drummer. It is a uh, a rock band drummer, if you will, and this guy. And you know what? You is, and he's not your typical rock bander. Like you would, you, rock you bander. Well, What's like a rock I don't know. Rock star. Like, I just made that up. <laughs> but uh, it could be a rock bander. You could, if you play in a rock band, then you're a rock bander. You're not necessarily a rock star. But anyways, um, so I digress. So anyways, this guy though, he is. Not, if you saw him, you wouldn't be like, yeah, I could totally imagine him as part of a band rock band, but he is awesome. And I'm going to go, just go ahead and spill the beans because actually Kim spilled the beans. <laughs> well, I'm going to go I ahead said, and I mumbled it. That she can mumble it all she wants. Now, listen, here's the deal, guys. You're going to be hearing about all kinds of uh, wisdom about staying married, right? Kim is, <laughs> I, I'm going to be, you'll be hearing me, you know, kiss her, her rear end. As uh, it a should bunch. be. But the guy's name, that guy's name, his name is Giddy Kalsa. He is with a band called Seven Mary Three, and he is going to be the guest of episode one. So for that value alone, you want to dial in. Giddy's obviously no longer a rocker. He's a parent. He is a, a, um, a financial guy now, and you are going to get to hear all the inside scoop. Giddy Kalsa is guest number one. I promised him when he, two years ago when I was talking about In fact, let me tell you how this whole freaking thing came about. So check this out. May of 2019, something super, super bad happened to us. Um, Actually, should I just tell him where it is? No, I think we should save that for another time. Right, That's we'll a long story. That. All right, we'll save that for another story. Uh, but something super bad happened to us. And June 1st, I was on deck to do a bike race. And this was a 200-mile gravel bike race called Dirty Kanza. At the time, it was called Dirty Kanza. I, I think they got caught up in political st- stuff, and now they're no longer called that. But it was in June of 2019... I was locked in and I had to go. And dude, it was a, it was, I was not prepared because of this bad thing that happened a couple of months before. And, uh, psychologically, I wasn't there. So I'm at the Charlotte airport. I'm getting on the plane. I got a text and the text said, Z daddy, I made you a song list. And it was from Giddy. And I remember getting on the plane. I called him and I said, dude, check it out. I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to do on this podcast. I'm going to do introduce the world to every single person who's a freaking hammer in my life because you guys are all hammers. And he's like, Oh my gosh, that's incredible, bro. He goes, I'm in. And I'm like, all right, you're going to be guest number one. So Giddy, you're guest number one. Um, and I know it sounds sort of significant, but I will ask you this, right? Again, we're going to be asking for hands being raised. So make sure you're in a safe place. If you've ever had the a rock star, a bona fide rock star, as measured by you know millions of albums being sold, ever send you a text and said, "I made you a song list on Spotify." Raise your hand. I didn't think anyone rose their hand there. Okay, another of our guests you're going to be hearing about uh, is um, absolute legends in the leverage sales industry. Yeah. Absolute legend. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, these, these, uh, these people are, um, people who have created, uh, created amazing. Okay. And you know, they've made a lot of money, which is great, you know, but they have created teams and are effective leaders in their homes and in their communities. And, um, you know, just, you know, as individuals. So it is, it is an exciting. It would. It, it, I am excited to share that podcast with you because it's amazing. <laughs> Kim, you can tell Kim's <laughs> excited because uh, the wife part of that particular couple, and in most cases, guys, a lot of our mentors are um, husband and wife. Not in all, not in every case, but 
this particular lady opened the door for Kim to actually grow up. And it was, it was kind of an incredible transformation to watch. You're also going to be hearing from, um, what the hell does that say? Oh, you're going to be hearing from an immigrant who raised four uh, kids. Now, on the face of it, it may not be all that impressive until you realize one of those kids that that immigrant raised is a world-renowned physician. Another one is an author and a partnership attorney. The other one is um, me. And then another one is um, uh, an activist. Um and, and a great politician, actually. He's a freaking yeah. hard ass, guys. He, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's a hard ass. And uh, you wait till you guys hear his story. He's, it's incredible. And then the last, um, not last, but just the next, the other guest we want to kind of tell you a little bit about, um, you're going to be meeting is a former Olympic swimmer. Yeah, and uh, she's she's somebody who's not only a former Olympic swimmer, but then she's taken the gift um, that she had as a athlete and has um, spread it into her community and um, has taught other kids to swim and to um, actually some of those kids have gone on to uh, collegiate scholarships and become successful athletes in their own right. So um, and she's all she's done it all in a four lane pool. You know, that is, I mean, and that's something like in and of itself. Three and a half feet deep. Exactly. Three and a half feet deep, four lane pool, um, and has created a, uh, a, simply a legacy in this community that we, we currently live in, um, for these kids to have opportunities that they may, they probably really would not have had had she not created it. So as you are going to be going on this journey with us, okay, you are going to be hearing these guys' stories. You're going to hear them download wisdom through the inner tubes into your, eardrums and then into your mind but the responsibility to seek the wisdom from what their words are and applying them to your situation that's on you never ever forget that everything good that has that's happened to you is because of you everything bad that's happened to you is because of you and this is a, that's a central theme in the growth mindset you're going to learn a lot about that and guys these guys these these guys are going to be dropping nuggets in your brain this is just a just a, a, a tip of the iceberg in terms of who these people are and what they've accomplished in their life what what businesses they've accomplished in their lives and um, it's it's just going to get better and better and better. So I hope you tune in. Now, I was instructed to give a little bit of a value here as uh, on podcast number one or zero one or whatever. So here you go. You ready? This is a, the coolest thing I have ever, um, and this is really going to help you out. You know how, babe, some days you wake up and you're a grizzly bear and you're not happy never, at all? I never. I never wake up that way. I but always have you do, smiling you did. and cheerful and with love in my eyes. Yeah, with a lot of love <laughs> in your eyes. So basically, guys... You know that that having an attitude, having a good attitude is, is paramount um, to having good things happen in your life. So I have, through my walk in life and through much input, uh, and I don't even know where it all came from. I just know that these were different voices and different parts, and I synthesized them into something novel. And this is uh, what I call fixing your attitude or finding balance, and it's three steps. Okay, And this is something that you can do right now if you're not in a good mood. Although I don't know why you would be in a bad mood and listening to us because there's no way you could be in a bad mood and listen to us for very long. But this is something that you can turn around and you can teach a coworker or if you have kids, you can teach a kid. And the younger the kids are, the better it is because all three of our kids have learned this since they were could, could understand us and they have been able to effectively deploy this technique into their own life to be able to fix themselves on the spot and to find balance. Okay, so here we go. If you're in a bad mood, 
Step number one, the absolute step number one. What is it? Number one, babe. The first step is to smile. And it's not like, oh gosh, I have, you know, I have a poop stuck in me kind of a smile, <laughs> like a fake smile. I'm talking about a real smile where you have to look in the mirror if you need to, to have a real legitimate smile. Very, very important. And How don't about- let yourself off the hook until you do. That's the important step yeah. too. It's like, you know, you can smile and you can like, but you got to mean it. You know, you got to just really smile and smile until you finally feel yourself like just giving into that smile. It's a, it's like a muscle relaxation almost. That's a real good point. Don't fake any of these steps, guys. You got to make them for real, right? So step number one is to have the real smile. What about step number two? Um, step number two is to think of um, five things that you are grateful for, right? And, you know, I Kim said five and as, because I've, I started teaching this to our kids. Um, you know, when they were little, it could be, what are, you, what are the three things you were grateful for? And it could just be things. Well, as they got older and transitioned to teens and, and a little bit older than that, you know, they would try that little thing and give me words. And I'm like, no, dude, I need sentences. Now, if you're a grown up, and depending on the depth of, of what's got you in a funk, you may need to um, articulate more facts about the situation. So, for example, today, I am extremely, extremely grateful for um, having the opportunity and the health to go back to Aikido. You'll hear more about Aikido. Man, you're going to be hearing from guests who have not just one, two, three. I mean, we're talking multiple level black belts here. It's going to be incredible. Um, but I'm grateful for, so if I'm talking to myself about the gratitude, I would say, man, I'm, you know, I'm super grateful for having the physical ability to return back to the mat and to, um, you know, uh, be part of the community and learn Aikido and brush up on old skills and learn new. So you see how that was a long sentence, right? So sometimes you have to have a long sentence. What, what are you grateful for today, babe? I'm grateful that, you know, we have the opportunity to do this podcast, that Z had this um, idea, you know, two years ago, and that um, he's he's tenacious enough to follow it through and to do it because I'm really, really excited about, um, about this opportunity to be with you guys. So again, we're talking about fixing your attitude and there's three steps. Step number one is to smile. Step number two is to give your, give, um, gratitude. And if you, again, you want to have a line items, like line item one, line item two, line item three, line item four, line item five, as long as you need to go. And wait, what's step number three? Um, step number three is to think of something that's going to make you laugh. Um, and this is a, this is a good one. This is my favorite actually. This, yeah. And this is our favorite, you know, the one that still makes me laugh to this day is when our, <laughs> the little one, she was real little. And then our middle, middle guy was little. I remember her running up to him, pulling down his pants and just slapping him on the rear end. And to this day, that makes us laugh, makes me laugh, makes Kim laugh. But that last part, guys, of making a de- the genuine laugh, not a fake laugh, but a genuine laugh. You could pull up a, a Vine, you could pull up a YouTube video, you could do all that, but you want to try to do these steps without any sort of external stimulus. And the reason is you want to be able to have these steps at your disposal, anytime, anywhere, any situation, whether you're on a plane, off a plane, whether you're near technology, whether you're out of tech, away from technology. And so you got to rely on your mind. Yeah. And I love that because, um, you know, nothing will trump a bad mood more than laughter. And if you can think of something that's going to make yourself laugh, um, it's just an energy release and it's so important. And, um, I think we, we sometimes forget that when we get in our own heads. Yep, exactly. So guys, as we land the plane here, we welcome you to wisdom seekers podcast with Kim and Z. Um, you are going to be blessed with all the different people we're going to be bringing to you. 
and I think we actually might officially be done. So here, what, what do you want these guys to do? What kind of a call to action? Um, well, I definitely, we would love for you to go ahead and hit subscribe um, to our podcast because um, we are so excited just to bring you into our community and to our lives. Um, this is really about what it is, is um, introducing you to the people that are near and dear to us and that have um, made an impact in our lives. So we can't wait to bring you into that. So go ahead and just click subscribe. Um, we would love to do that and, and invite your friends to, too. If you uh, think that this podcast is going to add some value to you and your life, we'd love for you to share that with your friends as well. All right, you guys, we are signing out over and out. We will catch you on the flip side. Take care. Take care.